into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hey, Mitch! Okay, tonight we have a very special movie discussion. I am welcoming part of the team of the Border City Roller Girls, Derby Roller Team of Yuma, Arizona. Just Yuma, Arizona, or is it just Yuma, Arizona? We're just in Yuma, but we do travel. You do travel. I just wondered if uh, you, you were supposed to encompass more than Yuma County. We are Yuma. Yuma County's local roller derby team. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, well, then, starting off first, uh, our first guest is... I'm Scarlet Stitch. Next to her? I'm Andy. <laughs> next to her? I'm Royal Payne. And last... I'm Big Mike. I'm one of the husbands. And one of the husbands. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. The yeah. moral support. <laughs> moral support. There you go. Or moral support, if you want. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. And uh, for tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, the new Tomb Raider movie. It came out recently. Movies based off of video games. How exactly has everybody felt by, about that subject so far? That's my question. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I... I really liked it. I mean, I like it when they do make movies off of video games. It, it kind of gives it a different perspective, and it's like kind of like you're watching a long clip from the game mm-hmm. and just seeing it live action. It's pretty cool. One of the cin- cinematic cutscenes is yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. The only thing is I just don't like when Hollywood throws their twist in it, and it's like, that's not the way the game goes. <laughs> but, you know, it happens. Can I tell you my favorite? Your, game to movie. I would love to hear that your favorite game to Mario movie. Mario Brothers. The Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. Yes. 100% my favorite movie that was first a video game. <laughs> I Wait, mean, I love oh John Leguizamo. Yes. Yeah, John Leguizamo, I'll give him the props for that yes, movie. <laughs> but Thanks, everybody else awesome. and the rest of the movie, I don't know about that one. Oh my god, I love that movie so much. Wow. <laughs> my life is fulfilled. Yeah, you need to watch it. So, what's that, what's that movie called? Super Mario? Yep. Yeah, Super Mario Super, Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. What? It's got <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Hopkins. No, not Anthony Hopkins. It's He's got Mario. Ed Hoskins is Mario. <sighs> and uh, what's the guy from Easy Rider? Dennis Hopper is Koopa. So. What? <laughs> John Leguizamo is Luigi. And John Leguizamo is Luigi. It's fantastic. So yeah, I mean that that's our this history with video game movies at this point. They you know, Super Mario Brothers. Most people would put at one into the spectrum, except for Scarlet Stitch. Uh, I would say the you other the opposite end of that point. <laughs> I would say the other end of the spectrum, at least for me, would be Mortal Kombat. I thought that was a great adaptation from the video game to the movie. Uh, they were able to capture a lot of the different characters and the reason why they, the you know there's a tournament and stuff like that. But uh, that kind of game is really not much in story. So they they were able to fill in the, the missing parts, and you don't you don't feel like you don't know what you know like it's a uh, it's pandering or it's um, missing the point because it's just they're coming up with their own story. Now Tomb Raider, especially this version of Tomb Raider, because it's 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 based off the rebooted version, the rebooted video game, as opposed to the original video game, which had like the stuff that um, uh, what's her what was the Laura Croft one, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. She she made those movies, which they definitely had their own artistic license with, because there's not much in the story for her that version either. As the games went on, they definitely had more. Um, but this one, yeah, it's definitely more of a grittier, rooted in reality kind of version movie. Uh, how exactly did everybody feel about the movie? I loved it. I loved it. It was action packed, like from the very beginning. Um, I'm super competitive, so with her being as competitive as she was, I loved every part of that. Mm. And so I enjoyed it, and I 
I didn't fall asleep, so that's a really good thing. <laughs> yeah, I can agree. It gave out like a really nice moral perspective-y kind of feeling, like as a little bit of a booster, you know, like a never give up-y kind of sense. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice, yeah. For people who aren't into video games, too, it, it was actually pretty good opener, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked and disliked it. Liked and disliked it. Okay, why why did like, you dislike I it? I liked it as a movie, but I disliked it because I didn't feel like she was as much of a hero as she could have been. I felt like she just kept being thrown into being the hero. Like, she kept being pushed to be the first one to go into everything, and she wasn't, like, just, like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Like, everyone kept pushing her to be the hero. I don't, I don't feel like she was the hero. Mm. Hmm. And Mike? I kind of had a different point of view on it because I actually played the reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't finish it. I, I mean, call it laziness. I just didn't finish the game. It kind of got repetitive after a while right. on the game. But um, a lot of similarities from the movie. So I, I liked watching that because it was bringing that game to life. Like I said earlier, you know. Um, but it was a, it was a really good movie. I had a couple things that I was like, oh come on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Um, yeah, you know, one of the one of the things that I, I told my wife was, man, it felt like she was falling for twenty minutes. <laughs> it's like she would fall and land on something, and then that's gonna break, and then she's gonna fall on this, and then that's gonna break, and then she, you know, oh yeah, the not ending. not to spoil it, but it, like she was falling for twenty minutes. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, I would say that I I enjoyed the movie. It's definitely a popcorn movie, which I think is the new norm for movies because you know everything's got to be such a big blockbuster it's got to have big set pieces it's got to have big action because uh, other than around christmas time when they have the oscar bait movies everything like the summer blockbuster movie is now spread out across the across the year because of superhero movies essentially superhero movies in, in star wars um but there were one of the things that i have a problem with is that uh in movies like like this, or National Treasure, or Indiana Jones, which I love those movies. I, I love the puzzle treasure hunting movies. But when you get to a, a, a trap or something like that, like she does, at, at the point where the floor starts falling out, it was very Indiana Jones. That was oh, that was very Indiana Jones, and, yeah. and that's that's exactly where that yeah. that game came from. It was a like, hey, let's make a Indiana Jones video game, and we'll put a hot pixelated woman in it. So yeah. Uh, <coughs> but how is it because you see earlier in the temple or whatever you want to call that tomb uh, a whole bunch of her servants had killed themselves in the pit yeah so how did they get from see I didn't think that that was her servants I thought that was people trying to get to her that had died failing to get to the other side the other side from what I got from the from the dialogue it was they, they failed getting from the other side but from inside the cavern because I know that like the, her thousand servants were like also in, in those, those catacombs. That was those thousand, though. So that was other people. That was somebody else that was on the in those. Then if those were see, and this, this is the problem that I have with it because if those people were that ones that got inside, how did the thing get reset? Oh yeah, because that doorway completely fell away. <laughs> exactly, it was gone. It was but see, that's the problem. Is like, how does the door get reset, or how does the floor get reset? Like when the floor falls out. I don't know. And that's well, maybe the other people didn't trip that floor because they hit that exact right piece to trip the floor. <laughs> that's a lot of people they for hit that it not to. Exact right piece to trip everything every time. Sounds. I was like, oh, Indiana Jones again. Oh, Indiana Jones again. Don't step on that tile. <laughs> I also liked the fact that the person that that's, that set off that trap made it to the other side of the door. Right. He and was that, like, something's gonna happen. I better get to the other side of the door. <laughs> I was like, you're smart, buddy. But see, that's. I think that also went according to the plan of. The traps were keeping people in because if someone was moving from inside the, the tomb out, trying to get out, they would have set that off after they've already went in the room. Because it was at the it was at the opposite. It is at the it, end, so you could easily just jump right past. Exactly. Maybe I got it wrong because I thought that all of her servants, like after after she was in, put into the tomb, they had already been exposed to the plague. So that's why I thought they died all in there. They committed suicide, is what how they said it. They like ritual suicide. Oh, okay. Miss. A lot of them did. Yeah, I mean, well, at least her thousand. Yeah, her, exactly. Yeah. yeah. On on the way back out, to me, it wasn't too much of a big of a problem as I saw because 
when they were right there with the floor falling out, there was still the edges that they were walking along. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, it wasn't a, a big deal for them to come back out. All the traps had already went, and it's just they were just backtracking. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I wasn't looking too much into it, but that's how I saw it. No, I mean, I, I mean. That totally makes sense too. It's just yeah. one of the things that always gets me in any of the movies that are like this. It's like, well, how did the traps reset? Like in Indiana Jones, when uh, in the Lost Ark, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when they step across a thing and the needles, you know, go shooting across the hall, who resets those needles? Like, are they just endless amounts? There's an endless amount of needles. Ah, okay. It's magic. <laughs> yeah. Spielberg mad magic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Now, this one, they definitely uh, grounded her in a reality where her father dies in a mysterious way. As we come to find out, he actually didn't die. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't want to take up any of his money. That, to me... Was probably the hardest part for me to believe. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was like, please, should be spending that money left and right. I mean, yeah. even even to the point that when she was like, you know, uh, if I I feel like he's still alive, she's like, but they're like, no, you need to send, you need to sign this so that you know you get the money and stuff like that. She's like, I'm not going to do that because that means that he's dead. It's like, well, you know, you could just take the money and go find him. Exactly, it's a good way to fund your expedition, but they really didn't. I don't know. I, I respected that she didn't take the money and didn't sign off because by her signing, then with her belief that her dad was still alive, her signing that document to her meant as if this is it, he's dead, and I'm signing it off. That's the perspective I thought from. Yeah. So it, I the, just that's totally what they were trying. They were they were putting across, and I, I, I respect that. I'm just saying that just because the paper says that he's dead, you legally called him dead. You can find him and then bring him back to life. I just, I just think it was, it was an obstacle that they didn't need throw in there. Like it, it's something that could have easily been solved with her having the money and then going on the expedition. Like when she gets to Singapore, some Asian country, to uh, find the boat to, to you know. A lot of that would have been solved with if she just had. That money. would have been racist if you weren't Asian. <laughs> I know, but I'm Asian, so I can, <laughs> I can I can say that it's some Asian country. Uh, but yes, I, I just think that uh, the money aspect of it, I, I, and I imagine that was the writer's thing. That was the writers, the writer or writers had to come up with a way to be like, well, we can't just have her throw money at stuff. So that can't just be the way to solve problems. Because that's what they did in the, in the first two with Laura Croft, you know? She yeah. had all the big toys and all the expensive stuff and, you know, was able to get out of certain situations because she had money. So I, I understand that. I think it made her more relatable. Okay. Like, as a person, like, she didn't have all the financial resources. So she was doing more of the hunting on her own, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And she was fighting on her own and she was, you know, trying to be self-sustained. So I think that made her more relatable than if she just would have been this rich, you know, girl who just went out on this adventure to go find her dad. I mean, she's an everyday person trying to live an everyday life, trying to find her dad Mm -hmm. without those extra means and resources. So I think for me, I thought she was more relatable that way. There you go. It was hard for me to get my mind out of the like the original movies, though, where she where it was like the Angelina Jolie movies where she had all those endless resources. And I was like, this is weird. This is. (laughs) <laughs> what is happening right now? Like, why is she, like, riding this bicycle refusing to take any money? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, but, yeah. when when the beginning of the movie started and it and she's like, uh, I, you know, I need I need this money so that I can make my rent for this month or whatever it was she yeah. said. I, I literally turned to the person next to me and I was like, so she doesn't have the, she's not rich anymore? I don't understand. Like, I would have, but I was, I watched it by myself, so I was like. <laughs> Well, the guy sitting next Where? to me was a stranger. He's just like, he's like, why are you talking oh. to me? So, <laughs> are you serious? No. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I, I, I definitely, I definitely saw that as a way for them to, to make it so that they, you related better to her, and uh, and once, like I said, get get rid of an obstacle, or yeah, get rid of a way so that she has more obstacles. So, uh, I, I totally agree with that fact. You know, like why didn't she have her money? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I felt that it it was more like it was uh, helping build her character as, in, a, in a fighter. You know what I mean? Right. And learning how to 
to deal with stuff on her own. I mean, mm -hmm. we showed flashbacks of her just doing archery, but I mean, how far does that go? You know what I mean? If you're rich, you'll get tired of it sooner or later. Right? <laughs> but I mean, I think that just built her character into who she was throughout the rest of the movie. You know, she never gave up. She kept fighting, mm -hmm. kept fighting. And that 20 minute fall, I mean, I'd have gave up about the first 10 minutes. I'm like, screw this. You know, if it was going to break, I'm, I'm going for a swim. Just you take know? me. Yeah. And I think that really built into her, you know, learning how to keep fighting and, and don't give up. You know. Yeah, like as if she grew up with a different perspective, you know, like <clears throat> she used that anger into like adrenaline and fighting and all that stuff. And that's how she kind of grew her own little perspective rather than just spending it and doing the easy way mm -hmm. versus she wants to find out her own way because who else is going to help her as in have the same mind she has? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But after she did find out where he went. Mm hmm. Why and then she went and sold the jade necklace. Why? Why couldn't she just go back and sign the papers and use that money? That's what I'm saying. That like, part. She's that's literally. Where I'm like, yeah, okay, you could have used that money, but before that, I understand, you know, building her character. Mm -hmm. But what was the point of selling the necklace then? You know, if she had piles of money and all she had to do was sign a paper. Especially since it was such an important heirloom that was yeah. from you know her dead mother exactly. and then was given to her by her father who was still alive it's just like that yeah, seemed that, that, I, I get that now now that's yeah, confusing however <laughs> however it meant it, it meant I got to see Nick Frost in the movie which was awesome he was hilarious so that, that, I love that part um, I love that you brought up the archery part because the, the flashbacks in the movie really had me confused for a little bit because uh, when they when we first meet her and she she's talking to uh, the lady about her father's estate and all that, she's like the lady says he's been gone for seven years, and then the only time that they had shown her at that point in the flashbacks was when she was like a seven year old girl, and he's like I'm leaving now, so I was like. Am I, I supposed to believe that she's yeah. 14? Right. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, I was like, there's plenty of runner around. She's like, 14? <laughs> and then, and then uh, my friend who was with there, there with me, he goes, uh, well, it could have been that, you know, we don't know how long he's been missing, but he, it's been seven years, and then he'd also been gone for seven years before he went missing. And I was like, okay, but still... I mean, wouldn't that only put her at 21? And I know Alicia Vikander is not 21, so... But I guess when we... we you, you, you can take it that the archery part was the last time she actually saw her father. I don't know, what would you say? That's she was, was 17 thinking. there? Yeah, that was confusing. Well, that's what I was thinking. I thought the when she was older, the last archery part was the last time she saw her father. Mm -hmm. So I thought she was older, so I didn't... I don't know. Maybe I just didn't pay that much attention to so it. I guess he repetitively kept disappearing. Yo, well, well, yeah, and then her dad was yes, always Yeah, that's what she did. Yeah. Um, I remember a part in the movie, if I remember correctly, um, like that clip was the first time he was leaving. Right. Mm -hmm. And I believe she said that he was just in and out of my life several times. So I believe that was when he was more or less like sane. And then as the more and more he kept leaving to go, you know, protect what, what he wanted to protect from Trinity he started to lose his mind little by little and then he got stuck on the island right um and and so that's why i think it showed her so young because he kept coming back and then finally he really did just disappear disappear and so faked his I think death that, I, yeah i think that kind of might explain that age gap but who knows <laughs> <laughs> no and that's what that's all i was saying is that the the i thought it was it was kind of sloppy storytelling with the whole uh, flashbacks because every time he left as a small as when she was a small child. It felt like they were that was the point they were telling me that's when he left for the last mm -hmm. time, yeah. and then it just happening kept happening. And it's like uh, okay, but but no, and I, I get what you're saying too. Um, yeah, it, it felt like he was saying goodbye. Yeah. in that flashback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walton Goggins is our main antagonist in this movie, or at least for the better part of the movie. Uh, his character, who's obviously very ruthless, uh, kind of just wants to get home as well. Mm -hmm. He's stuck on this island until they find uh, the the death, the, the 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 tomb of the lady. Um, what was her name? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember it either. She's Asian. <laughs> Himiko. Himito. Himiko. Himiko. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, let's get. I'm gonna get to that first. Himiko, like the legend keeps talking, they they keep referring to it throughout the whole thing. The the, the myth of her character. 
all I could think throughout the whole whole thing is like, are they going to introduce some type of magic in this, or mm. are they going to keep it real like they have done with the video games? And what could it possibly be that's buried with her? Like, it's I mean, what could it be that'd be more powerful than a nuke? And I, I imagine Trinity already has a nuke, you know. So that's it, actually one of the things that I was thinking about because I remember the storyline of it telling in the video game mm-hmm. that you know it was like this some magical. Um, queen that had the power of death, you know, through her touch and stuff like that. And then, um, in the movie, you know, I thought Hollywood's going to mess this up. <laughs> They're going to make it really like she was a witch or something, right? And then when they did it like that, I was I was like glad that they kept it more of like a like a reality type setting, you know, where she really was, you know, fighting and and everything, and and not like the old school games where it was just like a like a, a What's that? Like Indiana Jones, like he's just going in and getting the stuff and then getting out. Right. You know yeah. I, mean? um, I like. I like the ending. See, and, and had it been Indiana Jones, there would have been actual some type of magic, like the yeah. the, the Ark and uh, Temple of Doom and and you know Glass Crusade. Those all have mute magic in it. This they ended up doing like super science. Well, pseudoscience is more like it because it it the only thing that could have been is some type of viral agent. So you would think that they would be smart enough to be like, hey, we shouldn't go in there without protection. And the first thing that happens is the guy goes to grab the body, and then his body just starts to decay right in front of everybody. Like, super fast. Can we talk about how fast that happened, and yet she got stabbed in the stomach by a rusty plane and didn't get tetanus? Yeah. (laughs) She did not... There was a lot of points where she should have died. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, when she punches... Walton Goggins to break the finger that he has in his pocket and yeah. then punched her. Like, that should have at least gotten her, too. Like, there's... That's what I guess. Viruses yeah, don't like, work if it, that way. If it affected him through the plastic bag when she grabbed it through the plastic bag and then shoved it in his mouth, that should have affected her as well. Yeah. Same, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what the difference was with him swallowing the plastic bag and her touching the plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I did tell Big Mike. I was like, shouldn't she have gotten something as well? And he's like, I don't know. And, and that's that's where the disconnect comes. It's like anybody in that room when they opened the coffin should have been infected I- immediately. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's dust that's been sitting there for thousands of years, mm-hmm. and they just breathed it all but in. It's like you have to touch. It has to literally touch you. Yeah, um, some crazy weird. <laughs> it's, it's still magic. It's yeah, still it's still magic. It's it's definitely magic. still magic. <laughs> it's still magic because there's no <laughs> virus like <laughs> that. <laughs> Uh, how did you feel about the history and the the fact that she they changed the the myth like throughout the whole thing? You think you're you're being told that this Himiko character is evil, straight up evil, and then this was her punishment to be buried alive in this tomb. When we get to the end, Laura is the only one to figure it out to be like, no, she did it on purpose. She she sacrificed herself so that you know no one else would die, like. How did that make everybody feel? I really liked it. That was like yeah. my favorite thing. I think <laughs> I kind of felt better because it, like, like it was it was kind of sweet on her part, you know, Himiko. You know, that was that was pretty sweet. You know, like she actually sacrificed her own life, but and the I, others that sacrificed their themselves. Yeah, I mean, that's on them. <laughs> <laughs> They're loyal servants. They, yeah. they, they wanted There's to do thousand yeah. handmaids that were like, "Cool, you're dead. I'm dead too." Ah. <laughs> because I thought it showed true leadership on her part. Mm-hmm. Like, willing to, you know, put herself in that tomb and no longer live because she didn't want to expose her people to that. So I really like that. Um, and the whole... I was... I honestly, because I don't know much about the whole background of Tomb Raider other than what I've seen my husband play the video game, I really don't know much about it. So for me, I was waiting for, you know, the witchery. I was yeah. waiting for, uh, you know, her to have an amulet that they were going to take back to Trinity or something like that. That's what I was really <laughs> waiting for. But when it turned out to be the virus... I was just like, wow, like, or the plague, I just, I was like, wow, and then for her to be willing to, you know, say, I don't want to hurt any more of my people, I don't want to affect anybody else, for me, that showed true leadership, Mm -hmm. so I really liked it. I think it really uh, connected, like, I kind of put all the puzzle pieces together, um, 
you know the 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 cliff where all the dead bodies were down there right i believe they it kind of ties the story together in, in my imagination like maybe those are the people that she accidentally killed mm. with her touch okay and she felt that she needed to be buried with them and so that's why that's where her tomb ended up being mm. and the only way to get rid of the plague from the rest of the country was to put them all on that put the, all the bodies in yeah, there even the ones that she accidentally killed by her touch mm-hmm. I and like so that theory. that's where my imagination took me and i was like oh okay that makes a lot more sense you know with her having a plague and her burying herself mm-hmm. you know and then the you know the handmaidens i don't know where that came from but <laughs> i guess if you got a thousand servants you can f- spare a few you exactly know? if you're if you're rich enough your servants come <laughs> with you in the afterlife yeah. uh, I, I gotta give them props honestly though for for not taking the safe zone and making it like a whole like oh yeah she was a witch at the end you know like, they actually made like a total twist like oh no just kidding it was infection <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, and, and it, had it been the other, or the Angelina Jolie ones, there would have been a, a magic amulet that she wore around her neck or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a glove that had the death touch on it, which, I, I yeah, I guess a, a big corporation that hell-bent on ruling the world would want. Uh, mm-hmm. Why not, right? Uh, they definitely went and set up the movie for the franchise with this whole Trinity uh evil corporation evil group whatever you want to call it that uh at the end we find out is part of the croft industry holdings whatever it was called i know i was like oh my gosh i knew that that lady was was bad from the beginning you could tell the music not me i was like man you're one of those people who was like oh everybody's so cute in some movies aren't you until they she's such a witch yeah the way she looked at her i'm just like Mm-hmm. From the very beginning, when she showed up, I was like, "Oh, she's bad." <coughs> Not me. I was Something thinking, man, she's just trying to look out for her, and mm-hmm. you know, she was her dad's right hand person, and she wants to take care of the daughter. Like that's totally where mindset. There's mind a reason went. she's trying to force her to sign those yeah. papers. Anybody that's trying to force you to sign something, yeah, there's something there. Like, but she was trying to force her. I mean, the the power the the power of the company and the money went to Laura. It didn't go to her yeah. until. Until Laura said, "I'm going to leave it for you." Yeah. So her, you know, getting her to sign the papers doesn't help any. Yeah. Unless she just thinks that Laura's dumb enough to not notice what's going on. She does, obviously. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought she was looking out for her. I thought so. I did so too. I, I was right cheers. there with you. You guys are cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how do you feel about that going forward? If they, I think the movie did well enough its first weekend to warrant a sequel. How do you feel going forward? Uh, you know, Trinity being the big bad, uh, them having to go up against them again. I well, want to know what's going to happen next. I want to. I will, I will go watch the next one if they make another one. Well, the new game is due to due to drop soon, I believe. I, mm. I just looked it up a little while ago, um, and if if that does well, I I almost I, I would bet that they're going to do another one. Is that one Rise of the Tomb Raider? Uh, is that- no, it's the newer one that's going to come out. It's the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and anybody else? I'm down to watch it. For okay, sure. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like there's just like I said, like there's just some things I was like, eh. but for the most part, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, something interests me, you know, to watch the next one. But you know, in all ends, I we we know she's gonna win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a hero movie. When it goes. Like, yeah, we yeah. might follow for another twenty minutes. You know, that's almost guaranteed. That. Yeah. Like twenty. She'll definitely fall another 20 minutes. (laughs) One of the things I really did like, and since I didn't know much about the game and the history of it, I like seeing more females being fighters. I Mm -hmm. like seeing more females at the forefront and not being so prissy. I mean, because we're fighters. We're roller girls. We we play to fight. We play to win. And so being able to relate to those things and, you know, the competitiveness. I, I love Wonder Woman. I absolutely loved absolutely loved and then seeing this movie I, I loved it too I love the female lead in it and so I just I don't know I, I like it and if she makes another one I'm gonna go watch it <laughs> yeah and how she did everything so willingly you know like even though the, that the, the so called bad guy didn't want to do anything you know she was just like 
fine. I mean, I'll do it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, after being forced, but, you know, she just yeah. did it. <laughs> I love the okay. I love the the one one of the moments in the movie you know uh, and had it been a movie that was made maybe thirty years earlier maybe even twenty years earlier uh, you have I want to say his name is Daniel Wu the, the <laughs> Lu Lu Sang character yeah. he you know he he rallies the rest of the, the the Asian prisoners and is like hey we're gonna go save her we're gonna you know we're gonna go do it we can't leave her behind and. Like you're waiting for that moment for him to show up with the rest of the guys to not not, not save her because she doesn't need to be saved, but at least to show up and she literally walks up on them yeah. after she's already taken care of everything else and he's like, oh, you're done? Oh, you like kind this? of you you're already you're already cool. Uh, all right, I guess we go get to that helicopter then. <laughs> Which I don't know if the helicopter could fit everybody that was. Left um, behind. Obviously, it did. Did you not see them flying away? Yeah, they all fit. I saw Laura and and no, I showed them all the a whole back. bunch. Well, when they showed the work scene with all of them working, that looked like a exactly yeah. a lot of people. I feel like, but uh, remember, they killed a lot of they, people. Yeah, they killed oh, a lot more than they showed us on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> they had to make them all fit. You know? Yeah, I think that uh, Laura and Lou might have killed a couple off just to make sure they could fit in them. I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying Secret. You know what? We need a few of you to stay back here just to make sure things stay okay. Yeah. <laughs> walk away, bam. <laughs> we'll come back for you. Yeah, we'll definitely no, come back totally for you. We're totally gonna come back. That was the thing that got me. The, so. They play up this island as being right in the middle of the Devil's Triangle or something like whatever it was called. And it's like, it's, it's rough waters. There's all kinds of terrible weather yeah. and stuff. It's, it's going to be terrible to get there. And the, the night that they're on the boat, the boat hits a storm that's crazy. And the boat hits a bunch of rocks and all that stuff. Next week or so that they're on that island, it's it's all clear. Yeah. You know, the helicopter's able to come in. They're yeah. able to, sit, to take off in the helicopter. So I'm like... Is it is it really <laughs> always stormy or it's is it only rough for boats? <laughs> for boats, okay. Yeah. I mean, that helicopter takes takes off. I didn't see any storms <laughs> around anywhere. That was a pretty sweet boat wreck scene, though. It was. Yeah. I enjoyed that scene a lot. Yeah, like you could just tell it was just a boat. You know, I mean, if it was a ship, you know, maybe it couldn't make it. Oh, that 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 boat wreck scene was. That was a sweet scene. It was spot on what the video game did. I know yeah. that. Was it? Yeah, even to the where she like jumps off into the ocean. I mean, that's like she does that in the game too. Well, there was there were many scenes in the movie where I, I felt like I should have had a controller and pushed like A to yeah. get out of something, you know? <laughs> like, all like, right when it's about to hit her, you got to hit the button, it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or when she's taking the rapid down and, you know, has to catch onto the plane. I'm like, oh, if I hit A right now, I'll grab that branch. Or if you don't hit it, you're going to, you know, keep going kind of thing. Um, but then you get the twenty foot, the twenty minute fall. <laughs> there's a lot of pushing A in that. <laughs> there's, there would have been a lot of pushing A, or else you just you'd be dead. Yeah, uh, probably I, get a lot of lives free try. <laughs> I almost thought I was like I almost thought that she was going to go down with the plane and there was going to be something else to catch her down Me there too. for a second. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> I was like, go, go, come on, go. Uh, I, I, there was also the part when on the boat when. Uh, the big wave comes in, knocks her down. The crypt key uh, game puzzle box thing goes underneath or gets lost. I, I literally thought that was going to be something that came up later. Me too. Because they, they focus a lot of the camera work on it. And, yeah. it, and it never did. And I, it, it was very strange. But I guess it was a call. They use that as a callback later when she has to figure out the door. Yeah, I think that's all. I, I was thinking about that too when I was watching. I was like, cool. Like they focused a lot of the camera on that and then just nothing. It and never paid like, off. Oh, well, that's the door. Yeah. <laughs> I think they meant to, and I think they just forgot about it. Probably that, to, probably, it yeah. might have been something that was cut out, too. Yeah. yeah. Or she was just that smart that she memorized it. I mean... Well, they're all different. All those puzzles are different. You have to figure them out. And so it was a whole different, like, puzzle thing on the door than that one was. And she's just... She is good at those. Like, she is smart. So she did a great job figuring it out, like, super fast, which is I, awesome. And yeah, and I just assumed that there was something inside that pu- that particular puzzle box that would have been helpful for her later, but nope. Is that not the one that her dad left him when he died? Because the one that she, he left in the, in the tomb, or his little <laughs> hidden thing, was a square. And then the one that she lost was a cylinder. No, but the one that... Uh, because the one that he she first got the key was square, 
Right. And then there was one inside the box that she was supposed to burn, and it was round, and it was that one, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because that was the one that, yeah, she was, he was like, you burn all my stuff so that no one can come find me or whatever, right? Yeah. So that's why I thought it was the same that puzzle was the way she had to unlock the the tomb like that's the, I thought that's that's why it was the same I mean it it, it could have represented that but I mean it, the, the wall was flat and the the, the toy the the box with or the puzzle box was a cylinder so I would think that it wouldn't be the same but obviously that's what they did they, that's the connection that they made because they make visually they make that connection by showing you her working on it again in a, in a flashback so I, I I do think that they just did some creative editing I think at some point someone was supposed to go back and get the the <laughs> box out of the the wreckage at some point, but it never happened. Or probably they purposely wanted our minds to focus on that thing that rolled under the boat. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. like, that's important. Like, You're purposely gonna yeah. <laughs> while we get mildly distracted throughout the rest of the movie, you know, <laughs> while we're worrying about what rolled under the boat. <laughs> and I was thinking, why didn't you go back? It's a bitch. I mean, it would have been a sweet scuba diving scene that they could have had right there, right? Maybe they're going to do it in the next one. Maybe they were like, it's super cool. I have to go back for the next movie. There you go. There you go. Washes up ashore somewhere. Yeah, there you go. They have to go back to that island just for that. Sequel. Okay, back to Walton Goggins, though. Did anybody feel empathy for his character? Because I felt like they were trying to get you to feel a little bit. Of, I mean, oh, until the like point he where he to go home to his kids, right? But until the point where he actually kills people, like you kind of, I at least I did, I, and I thought I mean, that's what they were trying to a do a little bit because you're like, oh, he just really wants to get home. And if he, except if, for he's like a cold blooded killer. <laughs> well, I mean, he's also been stuck on that island for seven years, just like her dad has. His her dad just went crazy. He's got people that he can kill, so he's like, yeah, this is the way I get my kicks off. Yeah, I guess except for her dad wouldn't have been like. Cool. I'm, I'm sitting here killing people because I'm stuck on this island. No, he was sitting there like losing his mind and riding on cake walls. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to detour, detour them from finding. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't feel. I didn't feel sympathy for him. I I was I thought he was such a jerk, and I just mm-hmm. wanted her to beat the beat him badly. <laughs> like I couldn't wait for her just to get a hold of him. And, like, the more that he revealed about how, you know, he just killed her dad and, you know, how ruthless he was, I just really wanted her to kick his butt. That's what I wanted to see. You you definitely got it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's called a a python, the the climbing tool that she has. Mm -hmm. When she gets a hold of it, is that a big one in the the game? She uses that a lot, right? Yeah, Yeah, I know she used the bow and arrow a lot in the game, but I, I didn't know she used the python a lot. But yeah, when she gets a hold of that, I was like, "Oh, oh, that's going to get used well, like in this mm-hmm. movie." And uh, I, I loved it when she she used it as a weapon. And then, mm-hmm. but when she uses it to save herself, I was like, uh, "I don't know if that thing would hold as well as it did." <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what it's supposed to be for. I I could totally see the video game, especially when she found it. I was like, "Ooh, you go over there and it lights up, and you can like push the button to pick it up, <laughs> yeah. and you run around with it. You like have to hit it at the right time to climb out." I was like, "This is totally a video game. It's really fun." <laughs> <laughs> and then jump across a twenty foot cavern and and you don't fall for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. What was what were some parts that you felt that could have been better? Anybody. I think she should have kicked his butt from the very beginning as soon as she she heard he killed her father or thought he killed her father. Yeah, she had so many chances. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Not funny. Especially whenever she was going back to go, uh, uh, what was it, steal the phone? Right. Yeah. The satellite like, phone? Yeah, like, oh, my gosh. Why like, didn't you kill him then? Uh, <laughs> at that point, yeah. I was just like, why? I mean, I understand they want to complete the other hour of the movie, but <laughs> but still, like... I don't think she had all those chances, though, because I think that he had a lot of backup with a lot of uh, machine guns true. that would have just killed her immediately had yeah. she actually injured him. That's so. true, and all of his men are pretty brainwashed enough to follow him. Yeah, accurate. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if it's brainwashed or it's more, so much as a nice paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. Get a little bit of both. <laughs> Uh, any, anybody? Did you have a? Um, well, I think that, you know her going back to go get the the satellite phone. Um, I I remember in the video game like there was mo- a longer part of like 
sneaking around and, and like hunting down all of his you know goons goons but in this one it was just like she just went in got the satellite phone they got out and then they ended up at the cave door and then now they're all going in as a team <laughs> and it was like i thought really the bad. guy had the guy had like at least 20 more men out there and she only took out like a few yeah like they could have did that a little bit more or something you know and like a, 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 um, a few of them she takes out with an arrow but like not to like a vital area. It's like their arm, and I was like, I'm pretty sure those guys were burly enough that they could have got up and started shooting. That was my thing is that all these guys with like automatic weapons couldn't hit shit, but she was killing them with a fucking bow and arrow. Yeah. Like what? Was it a magic bow and arrow? They would shoot right at her and miss completely, and she'd be like right there while they're shooting at her with her bow and arrow and hit them. Like what? What was that? And, and luckily enough, it was one that was built by her crazy father in his cave. Uh huh. Like, I thought there was like a charm. I thought there was going to be a scene where she was going to be, you know, fashioning yeah, one like out of a tree one, or like something. You do in the video game. <laughs> but no, no, it's it's already made for her, and she's just trusting it because you know her yeah. dad made it. But yeah, it was it was very convenient storytelling at that point. Uh, two of you, was there any part that you would change that you thought you know you'd like to see better? No, just like I said, like the the weaponry. Yeah. She was fighting against stormtroopers. They can't hit anything. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that I did like was the fight scene where they sent the guy to go look for her. And she just, like, beat him down. (laughs) I was just like, yes! And then she drowns him? Oh, but she was, like, really torn about that because she she didn't want to kill anybody. And she totally... Right. I know, but I think that's what started it. Like, she's like, all right, I can kick his butt I defended myself because when she was training she lost to that girl right and so like her self-confidence like probably went down a lot because she felt defeated she thought she was going to beat her and she didn't so when it came down to her fighting that guy using the same moves she should have used in the ring and she was able to defeat him then I think that built her confidence up to be able to fight in the rest of the movie I mean she (laughs) and out of pure fear (laughs) <laughs> and pure fear, yeah. yeah. Adrenaline will do a lot for you. Adrenaline. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a great exchange that she had with that uh, female fighter at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, and if she had been done this, I would have kicked her butt. And he's like, what? what was that? I just wanted to say, you know, you did a good fight. Yeah, yeah, you did great too, you know. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to walk over here now. Kinda. So was that um, fox and hound game illegal? Like, why did she get arrested when she hit the cop car? She uh, broke the windshield, didn't uh, she? I was going to say other <laughs> It than- was an accident. Yeah, I was going to say, other than the fact that... Had she hit any car that was not a cop car, she wouldn't have been arrested, so why would she arrested? But she was also dry, riding her bike recklessly on the sidewalk and stuff. That I mean, that you could be... They didn't see that. You don't know that. <laughs> it could have been called in. Yep. It, 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 it literally it wasn't Treated nearly as bad writing. as they made it. Yes. They, they wasn't... It wouldn't have been as bad as they having her arrested and thrown in jail and all that stuff. It probably would have been a fine of anything. Yeah, I yeah feel like that and was the little... paint, the paint was ruining all the city well, as she rode through. And plus yeah, she, but yeah. by the time she got there, there wasn't a lot of paint left, and it just seemed like she had paint, like a canopy on her bike, and it exploded when she hit the cop car. Is what it looked like to me. So I feel like it was a bit excessive for her to get arrested. Yeah, arrested. Yeah, even though she was kind of going against the flow of traffic. She did a lot of things illegally during the game, but the game itself, I feel like, probably well, wasn't illegal. I also feel like the game was rigged against her in the first place because... That's the whole point of the game. But, okay, but when the guy punctures a hole in the can, he puts the hole facing backwards. Now, with the fact the can goes up, the hole is now facing up instead of facing down. So you should have put the hole <laughs> facing towards the front of the... Big bike. Do you understand what I'm saying? Did that make any sense? No. Oh well, then he. It was <laughs> well, no. in her favor then. No, because you don't. She wants to get rid of all the paint oh, as fast correct. as possible. You're right. Yeah. So so, it was, yeah. so there would have been that just like a cup, half a cup left at the bottom because it wouldn't have reached the hole. Yeah. Okay. I think we just need to do that run here in Yuma. We need to play that game <laughs> and we need to try it out and see how well it goes and see yeah, what the cop cars. <laughs> On, on your next fun run or whatever yeah, those are called, I'm not fun down skate. Game. I'm totally down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna be walking around downtown. I'm gonna see trails of paint everywhere. I'm right. like, I know exactly what happened here. <laughs> somebody's gonna get. Somebody's gonna do that because that movie. You know that somebody somewhere is going to play that game. Not gonna be me though. It definitely seemed like it was a it was a sweet deal. Like if you can outrun everybody else, that's a lot. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. money in your pocket. But. Yeah. 
I'd try. I mean, technically, didn't she win, though? I mean, they no one touched her. Um, I feel like... And yeah, all the paint is out of the can. All the paint was out of the can, and nobody caught her. So I would say that she would. She wins. They all I, ran. And nobody talked about it. Huh. No. no. I don't think that... I, I don't think she got paid. Yeah. No, I mean, it goes straight from... She calls, she calls up her aunt or whoever that lady is supposed to be a friend of her father's and they take her she takes her out of jail and then takes her to uh you know the place to sign the papers and stuff like that so that's that's why it's never talked about again but yes she should have 600 dollars or 600 pounds coming towards her at some point <laughs> plus I agree. props dude she got hit by a car <laughs> you know she jumped on a car like with a bike you know like who does that you i know? mean that's pretty cool She's in pretty good shape. She she <laughs> yeah, she, she, she takes a good beating in that ring. So I would assume that. Uh, and then she goes to work right after. <laughs> okay, that's my thought: is you just got a beat down, and then you're going straight to work. Like that's dedication right there. I'd hire her as an employee. Plus, did that guy ever ask her out? <laughs> oh yeah. That was, yeah. that did seem like. No, I thought that was an odd scene for yeah, right? it to never have a payoff. Right. Like, yeah. it, she never goes back to there. Yeah. She does, you know, the guy doesn't like meet her somewhere else. It's just like, just, why did they want to show that 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 men are intimidated by her? Is that what we're supposed to be getting from that? I think that was more of the situation. The guy's like standing there with all of his family around, waiting for him to ask. Like, <laughs> yeah. you could tell that they're all just like, do it, and kicking his ass out there. And his mom, why didn't you ask? Him? <laughs> Going off on him. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's it's a weird thing to never pay off. I, I just I was. So it might pay off in the next one. Yeah, it could, but it seemed like they were setting it up more for her and and Lewis or Lou yeah. or whatever that guy the guy's name was. Well, it could have a twist. She this guy can finally ask her out. She dates him for a while, and then the Daniel's character comes and says. I'm I'm in love with you, and I've gone on this adventure. It's not a chick flick. I can make it already. I can help him write it. There you go. It's not mm. a chick flick. It can't turn into no. one. It's not a chick flick. It's just it's creative screenplay. That's all it is. <laughs> I mean, it, we we saw a lot of other things that just kind of came into play, and then just like forgotten about, and then now we're Tomb Raider. That's what it happened. Yep. No, that, <laughs> you know that the ask him out, lose the puzzle. I mean, fall for twenty minutes and. Solve the the crime. Look at you guys saw it from like the male perspective, and we're wondering why he didn't ask her out. Yeah, what what happened? So that's kind of tying the female. Mitch was wondering that too. I I was just wondering why the scene didn't pay off. I mean, he could have asked her out or not asked her out. It just needed to come up again. (laughs) To be some sort of conclusion there. But I, I also think that, that they set up a lot of different... Or they at least throw up a bunch of scenes. Like the whole scene with her walking into her father's business and the guy like stopping her and saying, you need to take care of your packages to the back and stuff like that. And he, she's like, well, my name is Laura Croft. And like, you, you feel like that there should have been a book in on the other end too where she wa- he wa- she walks into the building and he's like oh you know let me get the door for you kind of thing like like groveling over her at some point I like the fact that his face was like oh crap. <laughs> I liked that like like I, I I mean literally that scene could have gone one of two ways it's, it's either he he's like oh no I totally put my foot in my mouth or it could have been like yeah you're not her you know she's yeah. she's much more beautiful and, and wears better clothes kind of thing <laughs> But it, you know, it's just it goes with the they went the groveling part or the foot in the mouth part. So which is which is fine, good good enough choice. I like the the ending of the the movie. It really tied it into um, the rest of the whole genre of Tomb Raider and the fact that she gets the gun and she's like, "I'll take two. Mm-hmm. and it just like <laughs> I was like satisfied. I'm I'm good. Like that really brought the idea of the movie, like it's the rise of the Tomb Raider, like yeah. it's her beginning, mm-hmm. and then now she's got her two guns, and she's <laughs> now let's go play the game. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I really wanted to like download like the old school game, like and try them out again. Especially you can tell there's another sequel when you, somebody smirks at the end, you know, like ah, oh, sequel. <laughs> yeah, she's got her guns. She's ready to go. I liked that too. Those are her guns, like yeah. her, you know. Those are Lara Croft's guns. Right. I liked that she got them at the end of the movie, and she was ready to go kick some ass. Now, did you get the uh, the the idea that she traded the necklace for it? I mean, she no. not, she has all the money in the world she now. She went to go pick up her necklace, yeah, and she also got it. the guns. Okay, yeah. so it was all like a plan for her, I guess. Yeah, it's a good thing they had two then. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was a reason for her to pawn the necklace then. 
Now that I'm putting that together, so that she could get she would the get, gun. The gun she later? get the guns later. Guns afterwards. Yeah. Fair enough. After she comes back from you know beating up everybody, and now she's got some skill and. See, and she did it on her own. She yeah. didn't do it with her dad's money by signing the, the contract and signing his life away saying he was done. She went, she pawned her mom's necklace, she went and kicked butt, and then she came back with the money and was like, here we go. Yeah. Like, that Like that was on her, because I can see other people that would have that perspective, too, because as a sense of, like, like a like a good kind of pride, you know what I mean? Achievement. Mm-hmm. Achievement, yeah. <laughs> pride is too mean. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I mean, you probably, if you were playing the video game, an achievement probably would have unlocked right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, so the look of the movie definitely goes with uh, with the whole video game of being more grounded. <laughs> Did you want more CGI in this movie or less? Like, there's a lot of scenes where, especially like the, the when she jumps off the boat, when she's in the plane, you can tell, you can see the CGI in that. How did you feel about that? Did you? <laughs> um, I was, you know, it looked pretty good to me, and and it was it, to me it was just the right amount. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really reminded me of the video game, but at the same time, I was like, it was a good movie, and it was the right amount of CGI to where it wasn't overly, you know, like uh, the only thing that comes to my mind right now is. Superman's erased mustache. <laughs> it wasn't jacked up CGI. Right. It was the right amount and the right timing to use it and use acting at the same time. You know what I mean? And and I say that with the with the whole heart because I'm a DC fan and I hated that they did that, but whatever. I mean. Yeah, there's there the not Justice to change League. movies on us, but yeah, the, Justice League's that a whole like, other podcast. You have this, you have this <laughs> bunch of money, and that's what you guys did. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, going back to the movie, it, it was the right amount of CGI for me, at least. Good amount of computer graphics and practical effects, and yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. I think it was a good amount. I liked it. it. Normally, he would pick things apart if he didn't like it. And I have to hear about it. And I have no idea what he's talking about half the time. So I'm just like, okay, okay. I thought it was good. So. It was good. Nothing was pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with these type of movies, they are also, you know, it's the, the balance between action and adventure and then also a little bit of the mystery. Did you feel like they, they were able to, to balance that out uh, well enough? Uh, you, I mean, everybody said they were able to sustain the movie, be able to stay awake or be engaged and stuff like that. But uh, how would you have felt if there was more to the mystery part of it? You know, instead of of her father just finding her at the beginning or when she gets onto the island, like she has to do a little bit more digging and investigation to find him on the island. Like, uh, where would you have liked it? Would you did you like it where it was? Did you think it was you needed more of a certain thing? Did you want more action? Like did you need her kicking more asses throughout the whole movie? I liked the I like I kinda like the way how spontaneously she found her father. Like he was just staring, you know, like a weirdo, you know, just like <laughs> like oh, if I move they're gonna see me. And like, oh gosh, she saw me. And then she he just ran away, you know, and then she was bravely brave enough, you know, to go chase him down, and then found out that yeah, that's your father. That I, I I like how they kind of incorporated that in, you know. But I would have liked for her to have to search a little more for him. Oh, like, yeah. 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 I would have liked for her to have to search just a little more for him. Mm-hmm. Like it was too easy, mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, I like the way the story was laid out, and I like that he thought he was hallucinating again. Right. Aww. So that kind of played well with it. But I would have liked to have seen her kick a lot more, but I, I really would have. Um, and I would have liked for her to have to search a little harder for her dad. I do feel like there was a lot of slow times in the movie, that there could have been more stuff happening. Like, uh, is it certain parts where... In particular, or just just, just in, general, in general? Throughout, yeah, there was a lot of like, there could have been stuff happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was there to see stuff happening like yeah. during that twenty minute of falling. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could have had just ten minutes of falling. Yeah. You know, throw a and little more bit more, a little bit more action. Twenty more minutes of like looking for her father. <laughs> <laughs> like I liked the scene where. Um, she had to go and retrieve her backpack from those guys mm-hmm. and like how she, it just like she was following him and chasing him and like 
that's what I would have liked to see with her looking for her dad. You know what I mean? More action incorporated with it and more, a little bit more mystery instead of like her dad's tripping and he thinks he's hallucinating. And <laughs> So I would have liked to see a little more action with her searching for her dad. Yeah, she was like way more into fighting her backpack than her dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm wondering how he made it up that like that mountain, and you know, in front like of that the, cliff face. That, yeah, that yeah. cliff with nobody like watching him or shooting at him. You know, and like, he had a fire in the cave, didn't he? He did. So I'm like, how would you? They not totally see that? would have seen that smoke. That, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I was like, hmm. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was like, fires are for the daytime if you're trying to hide that smoke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so at one point you did mention that you know maybe the, the sequel has them going back to the island for the, the puzzle box or some other reason. But Tomb Raider has always been kind of a, a globe trotting kind of video game. Where's where are some locations you would like to see them go in the next one? Mm. <gasps> mm. I mean, this was like a mysterious island that d- probably doesn't exist, right? So. Off the coast of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, can we really pick somewhere else other than, like, another mysterious place that doesn't exist? Well, I mean, yeah, you, there's not too many mystery islands left in the in the world that haven't been discovered. But, you know, you, there's always, like, hidden caves somewhere, I guess, or uh, a secret oasis underneath a, a, a tomb. Atlantis. There you go. Oh, there you go. Atlantis. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see them take it somewhere more realistic, like someplace we would be able to go and visit. Like, mm. that would be awesome if they, like, took it in a direction to where it was somewhere we could go and see. And, like Stonehenge? Like, yeah, like something we would be able to... Like Wakanda? Like Wakanda? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, was uh, there was any last thoughts anybody would like to get out there about the movie that we haven't covered yet? If you haven't seen it, go see it. Well, if you haven't seen it and you're listening oh, to well, this, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. We just ruined well, the whole movie for oh, you. Oh yeah, so sorry. No, but, no, no, like, it's okay. Um, the way we rate movies <coughs> in our family is: is it something you would pay theater prices for, or is it a red box? Mm-hmm. And it's I would totally pay theater prices for this one. So check it out. Yeah, yeah it's definitely not a red box. I mean, it was a good movie, um, and it had a good game to base its movie off of mm-hmm. you know like i said I, f- I feel bad for the first laura croft movies you know with angelina jolie because those games were just y- you start out in the tombs you know like there's mm-hmm. no real storyline and um i mean i guess there was i mean, but it was years ago i can't really remember but so this one like they really had a lot to base it off of and and like i said it, you can watch almost i think there was a youtube video of it a while back that i watched where there were scenes where like the exact same stuff was happening in the game as it was in the movie like to the t you know um and i if they make another movie they're gonna make another you know another game obviously so. right or the other way around. If they make, make another, another game, game, they're going to make, make another, another movie. movie. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you, the, the, the video games are definitely successful. So the, the market is there. Uh, would you want to give out some Border City Roller Girls social media information? Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All underneath just Border City Roller Girls. Uh, just search yeah, that. Border City Roller Girls. Um. For Facebook, it's just Border City Roller Girls. For Instagram, it's Border City Roller Girls. <laughs> um, for Twitter and Snapchat, it's Border City Derby. And then our website is uh, BorderCityRollerGirls.org. Dot org. Yeah. Um, is there any upcoming events? Bouts. Um, we just do away games in the summertime because it's just too hot in Yuma, and uh, we can't like ask people to come here to play <laughs> derby in 120 degrees. But follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we have like upcoming events or different activities. We right. have we already have our 2018 um, schedule schedule closing out for October, November, and December, and so we're trying to p- plan some bouts out that way. And um, we're always looking for support. Um, so if you, maybe roller derby might not, being on skates might not be your thing. But if you want to be a non-skating official, we're always looking for help. We're looking for volunteers, people to do security during the bouts. Um, and um, 
there's also times where we'd like to get back. I mean, we always like to get back to the community. So if you have a, a pro, um, an upcoming event, we'd love to hear more about it and how we can participate in it. And so you can contact us through our Facebook page or at Yuma Border City Roller Girls at gmail.com. Or if you want to be a sponsor for our about, we're looking for sponsors. So you can have your, um, your company or your business. You could buy um, the um, program space. You can buy like a track space, actually. So when the announcers are announcing what's going on during the game, they can be like, oh, so-and-so got sent to the uh, Geek Elite Radio penalty box or whatever, mm-hmm. wherever part of the um, the track you are sponsoring. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. And uh, I assume they also, if someone is uh, selling something, they can also be a vendor at these events. Correct, yes. We do have vendors' spaces available at every event. And if you want to be an after-party spot, we're (laughs) always looking for spaces for the after-parties after the bout. So if you have a restaurant or a hall or something of that sort and you want to sponsor an after-party, we would love to connect with you on that as well. Okay. So there you go. If you if you have the opportunity, you should definitely go and see these athletes perform in the way that they love to perform, and uh, go out and sponsor local sports. Um, if you guys will help me sign out after I say always remember to just say geek out. So this has been Geek Elite Radio with uh, the Border City Roller Girls talking about Tomb Raider and wanting to say always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.